What's the mission of Jesus? Why did he come to this earth? He came to save us. He came to give us life, to save us from eternal death. But there is also another concrete mission of Jesus that we hear today in the gospel, and that besides salvation speaks to all of us, and it's a very concrete way, and it's written in the book of Isaiah. He came to bring like tidings to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and let the oppressed go free. He came to bring good news. And the two very important requirements for good news to be good news is that it has to be good and it has to be news, right? So, if in the church we don't preach good news, then what gospel are we preaching? Then what Jesus are we talking about if what we are not saying is good and what we are saying is not news? And what does it mean? It has to be good because God is good, because his message is good, because his teachings are good, and because what we are supposed to do with his message and his mission is something good. And it has to be news. And what does it mean, news, that, oh, no, all these old messages have no validity today? No. News means that it has to be relevant, that what we are preaching, that what we are finding in the church, that what we are reading in the Scripture speaks directly to my life and your life that there is something there that speaks directly to each one of us. Those are the good news. We need to find that every day in our daily relationship with the Lord and when we come here as a community. In the first reading, we hear these people of Israel who came back from exile and they were building the temple and they were uh, building their own houses after all these years of being away from their land, of being oppressed by a different, by a foreign country. And when they come back, they didn't have a guidance. And prophet, the priest, Ezra, he remembered about the law and he remembered about the sacred scripture. And then he was reading the scripture to all of them. And that's where they found some guidance to their own lives. That's where they found some meaning to their own lives and how as a community they had to recover what they had before, that what God had given them. Those were good news for these people who were so oppressed and for these people who were living in sadness and without guidance, without a light without a destiny. And then we hear something also in the second reading. And this metaphor about the body, that we are body and the body and all these parts, speaks about the church, speaks about our own community. And what we can see there is that everybody has something to do here. That if I find some joy, some happiness, some consolation, some hope in the words of God, 
then I am supposed to go and tell those things and share that experience with other people and to share my gifts with the whole community. But the most important thing is that those, that sharing with the community has to be good news. This week, Pope Francis is in Panama for the World Youth Day, and he is there, this 80-something-year-old Pope from Argentina, with all these thousands of young people, with all that energy and sharing and all of that, and he likes that. But then he was uh, driving, he was not driving, I mean, he was going through a road, and he asked the driver to stop. He was going out of the prison uh, that he was visiting there. And there was a 69-year-old woman there with a mitre, like a bishop. She had something that spoke about laudato si, for the care of the earth. And Pope Francis stopped there and came to talk to the people and talk to her. And she told him that this was her 69th birthday. And I guess some of you know what the Pope did. He asked everybody to sing the happy birthday. And he was singing the happy birthday to this 69-year-old woman. That's good news. That's something beautiful that we can do for the people. And this Pope who comes, and just because the Pope is going there in his Pope mobile, people cry. People see something good in him. People experience, I guess, the presence of God and the presence of the Pope. They find some kind of hope just in seeing him in the Pope mobile that goes just like that. And okay, there was the Pope, maybe one second. But that brings so much hope to all these people. And imagine all the consolation and joy that this woman got in her life just because the Pope joined the people in singing her uh, happy birthday. That's something beautiful. Just a small gesture can bring so much joy. And in the second reading, we also hear that we are all parts of this huge body. And when one member suffers, we all suffer. And the church has gone through very difficult times, and I believe that we all suffer because of that. And there are members in our community that are sick, and there are members in our community that have lost a loved one, and we pray for them, and we join them in their pain and suffering. But the second reading also says that if somebody is happy, we are supposed to share in their joy. And today we have the best example for my homily and for, for our, our own lives. This couple, 65 years of marriage, Ed and Teresa. That's a source of joy for the whole community. And if they are happy, we, the other parts of this huge body, we have to be happy for them. And we understand that marriage is not easy. I said at the beginning that this is a happy couple, and I say happy because they are here after 65 years of marriage, that I believe it has not been easy. There have been many difficulties in your marriage, but here you are as a great example 
of the body of Christ and of a great example of the blessing of God for you, your children, and your relatives and friends. And we need to join them in that happiness. That's why all of us, we're going to be witnesses of the blessing that now I'm going to give you in the name of the church, but all of us are going to jo join in that prayer for them. So I invite Ed and Teresa, please, to stand up, and I will ask you, all of you, to extend your hand, and we are, blessed. We are going to bless them. Lord God and Creator, we bless and praise your name. In the beginning, you made man and woman so that they might enter a communion of life and love. You likewise bless the union of Ed and Teresa Rigwood so that they might reflect the union of Christ with his church. Look with kindness on them today. Amid the joys and struggles of their life, you have preserved the union between them. Renew their marriage covenant Increase your love in them and strengthen their bond of peace so that they may always rejoice in the gift of your blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you.